Thanks for tuning in and welcome to Same As It Ever Was, where we literally don't know what we're going to talk about. Well, hey, hey, hey. Happy Thursday. What's going on there, brother? This is JB. And Jimbo. And the great white north. Well, not so white anymore. Just sort of gray and deadish looking. Is that compared to like one of the photos you posted of yourself now? Yes. yes. <laughs> that was the, that was, man, I'm telling you the other day. I have it, you know, you can't go see, you can't go see a barber, right? Because all the barber shops are closed. I did get a line on a great barbershop I want to go check out, though. My brother my brother got me on the line with this place that's uh, right here in, uh, in Brunswick. Apparently, it's owned by a young dude. He's a former Marine, did a couple tours in Afghanistan. Um, I look, They got a website and everything. Looks really, you know, like clean-cut professional joint. Um, I want to go check him out, you know, once this is all over with. But... Uh, the other day, man, I was I, I was like cabin fevered, you know what I'm saying? I mean, my hair—I haven't been able to get a haircut, and I'm just—I mean, I seriously stood in the bathroom this morning for about 20 minutes with my shears, just like staring at myself in the mirror with these shears, <laughs> like you know, having having this debate with myself, like because because you felt this sensation for over 22 years. Right. Yes. On getting the hair. So you you think I know how to do this. I felt this. It should just feel the same. Well, you know, the thing is, is that I mean, I will tell you that there was a point even before I joined the Marine Corps where I mean, I can remember a, a period. This is right before I met my wife. I went for about a six year period where I never paid for a haircut. I mean, I went for about a six year period where I cut my own hair, you know, and that wasn't out of. You know, that was not out of, uh, you know, some sort of, you know, issue I had with barbers. The bottom line was that I was too poor to afford to get a haircut. So I just did it myself, you know. So, I, I mean, I've cut my hair hundreds of times probably, you know. I mean, there have been times, you know, when I was active duty that I'd cut my own hair. Um, but, you know, but I will say this. I haven't had this much hair on my head since long before I joined the Marine Corps long before you know and now all of a sudden i got all this hair on my head and i'm like the hell do i do with this <laughs> i don't know what to do man I'm let like, me let me practice on the mop <laughs> oh my god I'm telling you. and the thing is back when i used to cut my hair regularly i always had two mirrors i would always hold one mirror that i could look in the other mirror and see the back of my head and know exactly what i was doing well i don't have a second mirror right now and i'm standing there looking in you know looking at the the bathroom mirror and i'm thinking to myself like because my brother just last night i'm on i'm on uh i'm messaging back and forth with my brother and my brother's like dude you got to do something about that hair you know now he cuts his own hair and he always does a great job you know it's all super tight and you know great he does it totally by feel because he's been doing it himself for so long that he knows exactly what it feels like i'm like Dude, it's been too long. I can't just do this because of the way that it feels. And I'm sitting there looking at myself thinking like, and I really don't feel like jacking my hair up so bad that I end up having to just take it all off. 
you know, not that I have a problem. I mean, I will shave my head. I don't care. My wife, on the other hand, hates it when I have no hair. <laughs> she hates it when my head is shaved, you know? Um, so yeah, that was my picture on Facebook the other day, man, was just, I was strung out. <laughs> I was like at wit's end of like, what am I going to do? This is absolutely crazy. Uh, so. Yeah. Starting with the man in the mirror. Yeah. You know, funny you should say that because I, I did the, so the self haircut to, uh, today, this morning. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I, you just trimmed up the back and the sides, though, right? Of course, yeah. I ain't, t- dude. I will mess up the top. My hair. That's what I'm saying. I'm the same way. Like, but, I don't mind the top being longer, but dude, if I try to do that, if I try to do something with the top of my head, it's gonna turn into a hack job. Yeah, I can do and like you know, I just do a number two, and if you keep it up on a reg, you know, I, I'm not worried about a fade right now. But yeah, yeah. But for me, I, before I got in the navy, uh, I always had short hair on the sides. Yeah, I've had it longer than what it is now on the top during the college days, but it's always been short. Sure, uh, and, and that goes back to my skater days. Um, yeah, but but yeah, so it's it's not a big deal for me. I just you know like yeah. a, like a good fade and whatnot. But yeah, so I just you know I keep it I keep it regular uh, on the sides, and you know the the back's probably a little jacked up, and I can't get around the ears as good as I want to. Right. Because then, yeah. then, yeah, you need a, you what need you, a good what eye for use, that. Are you using a wall? Yep. That's the yeah, standard, that's what, man. That's what I've got. That's what my brother said. He's like, just just use the wall, man. <laughs> yeah. And there's, dude, and nowadays, uh, there are tons of videos that show you, like, there's guys that do it on their own now, and they're getting more and more uh, uh, frequent sure. on on everything because of the times. It is amazing. It is amazing, man. You know, I was thinking. I was thinking that same thing. I was like, "Dude, these these barbers." I mean, now I will say this because I've talked to barbers. There's, there, you know, there have been points in my life where I seriously thought about, like, maybe I should just go to barber school. You know what I mean? Like, retire from the Marine Corps, go to barber school, cut hair. You know, and you know, because I've actually gotten some pretty decent input from from a number of people who do it. And they all say basically the same thing. And the, the number one this is a very low overhead. Like you're, you're buying your, like you pay for your tools and aside from maintaining your tools, you're paying for the lease or whatever on your space, yep. you know, you rent out the chairs. Yeah. You know? Um, and he said, you know, the other thing is, or the guys that I've talked to have all said the same thing which is, I think, contrary to what a lot of people think, but they say it's a very clean business. You know, a lot of people don't think that. They think, oh, you got hair everywhere and whatever, but it's very clean, you know, uh, because you have to maintain such a sterile sort of environment where you work. You know, you can't allow it to get nasty. So Well, and a lot um, of the, the schooling is how to maintain absolutely. A, a, a sanitized area. Right, exactly. So... I mean, I'd thought about it before, um, but I don't know. I also know that it's a lot of schooling, man. And I mean, well, a barber license is less than a beautician. There's, yes. there's a difference. You still, because it falls under being a beautician, there, there's like a couple things like you have to give one of the mannequins a perm or a color of hair, but not right. nearly to the extent as 
going to be a beautician. But Barbara, well, I think you know, a, a lot of that stuff, though, I will say a lot of that stuff depends state to state. You know what I mean? Because that's something I've also yep. realized. I've talked to people who've been licensed barbers in a place like Virginia, California, Maine, whatever. And it's like every state has a little twist on what their requirements are to fulfill. Because I was talking to a, um, apparently the guy who owns this barbershop I was talking about. He said on his website that he got his bar, he got his license at some place here in Maine. Um, I had been getting my hair cut at another town out in uh, out in Gorham over the past few years when I've come home for leave or whatever. And there was a guy I was talking to out there who he actually said to me that there was no place in Maine to be able to just get a barber's license. You know that if you wanted a barber's license, you had to go through like the entire thing or whatever. He ended up going down to New Hampshire. He went to New Hampshire to get his license at some those, school there. Those big so. city folk in New Hampshire. <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> With their barber in schools. It's an up and coming, up and coming community there. You know. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's 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 you know, there's a there's a you know, there's there's a love hate thing between all the various states, you know, here in New England. Um you know, and love all my friends in in Cow Hampshire, uh, but that's 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 one of the uh, that's one of the terms, Cow Hampshire and Massholes. You know, that's that's about the extent of it for me. I don't think I have any. I don't think I have any any uh, derogatory term for folks in uh, in uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island's just. The negative places, <laughs> negative enough places. It's. I saw this thing on Facebook this morning, where it was like, it was uh, these little sayings for each state that supposedly, like, it's a joke, but they describe each state, and it was like Rhode Island, Massachusetts for poor people, <laughs> <laughs> and then Maine was Maine was half hippie, half lumberjack, and half Stephen King. <laughs> Wow. Like that, that about sums it up right there. It's like, yeah, in Maine, I could see there being three halves, you know? I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now. And, and this, is, this is something that I wanted to talk about. And this sort of ties into uh, something we talked about weeks ago. You know, weeks ago, you and I had this conversation about, you know, sort of what is that, what is that men's restroom etiquette when it comes to the urinal? <laughs> and like, do you... You know, do you talk to people when you're standing at the urinal? That that type of thing, okay? Now, my question, okay, because now we're in this current climate. You know, we're trying to, we're trying to 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 you know, lower the curve or whatever they're saying. You know, um, which requires any of us who are going out to any any of the stores that are lucky enough to actually, or any of the businesses that are lucky enough to be open, um, that we're standing in line, right? And, you know, in my mind, you know, when you're standing in line with a bunch of complete strangers, you know, and you know, nobody wants to be standing in this line, you know, everybody just wants to get in, get out, go home, start dinner, whatever, you know, in my mind, there's a certain etiquette, you know, there's a certain etiquette that you you sort of observe when you're standing there in line. So, first of all, I'm going to say this. We do know that right now we're supposed to be in this sort of like shelter in place, you know, thing. 
So like, you know, you're not supposed to be going out unless you absolutely need to go out, whatever. We also know that there's certain high risk groups. Yes. Yep. The elderly, if you have underlying conditions, you know, young children, you know, whatever. So I would say that it's probably uh, in the current climate, you're sort of crossing the line when you see a family of three generations come walking up to the line. That's the first thing. Um, Stay home, save lives, right? Stay home, save lives. Grandma and the little kid can probably stay home with each other, you know, and keep everybody safe. Um, The other thing is, do you play music on your cell phone, per se, for example? Do you play music on the speaker of your cell phone while you're standing there in line with a bunch of complete strangers? What would you say, yay or nay? Mm. At any volume? I'm saying loud. Okay. I would say not loud, but I, to me, uh, you know, uh, I don't think it's any different than you standing with somebody and having a conversation in the line. Mm. And that's another thing. That's another thing. I'm not, you know, me personally, I'm the kind of person, I'm the kind of person that when I stand there in line and I think that, and I, this may be a new England thing, man, I don't know. Um, because I've lived all over the place and it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, I lived in Boston for like five years and you know, one thing that I realized very quickly living in Boston is that when you walk down the street, you don't look at anybody and you don't talk to anybody. Like you assume blinders and your goal is to get from point A to point B and that's what you're doing. There's no, hey, good morning. There's no like waving to people. There's none of Not that. even given the, 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 the occasional like just a, a, with your, the head not up, you know, the head. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's going to. But yeah, I mean, but most people, you know, most people are sort of, you know, most people are sort of walking, looking at the sidewalk. Yeah, see, and that's, I'm not saying, you know, uh, and me being from Texas, like if I make eye contact with somebody, then I'm going to say, hey. Yes. And see, I think that that's a very, and I know that this is going to sound stereotypical, but I think that that is almost a very Southern sensibility, you know? I think that's almost a very Southern sensibility in that, um, you know, there's the folks down South tend to be very, very hospitable, you know? Um, I feel like the further North you get, people tend to be very insular, you know? So for me, when I'm standing in that line, man, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not engaging anybody. Like I'm standing there, I'm probably staring at my cell phone, looking at Facebook or whatever, or reading the news, you know, now if somebody actually engages me, you know, when somebody engages me, sure, I'm going to respond to them. I'm not going to stand there and ignore them and be a jackass. You know what I mean? Um, But I'm not generally just opening up to conversation with people, you know? Um, But it's like I say, for me in that situation, there's certain there's certain things that you don't do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, having conversation, like you say, if I'm having conversation, 
I'm going to have conversation with, with whoever this is. I don't care who it is. If they're engaging me and we're talking, I'm going to talk to them in very conversational tones. You know, I'm going to stand there and talk to them in very conversational tones. I'm not going to like engage in conversation at this elevated volume so that everybody who's standing there amongst the 50 people in line can hear everything that we're right. It's like that person on to me the the le- the line is that person that's on their phone. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Dude, and I'm standing there in line, and it's like, here's this woman. She's got her phone out, and she's got Metallica freaking ripping. And don't get me wrong, brother, I love Metallica. You know, I was about to one say, of the great metal that? bands. Yeah. But she's got it cranked, and I can tell all these people standing around her are like. Turn that shit off. <laughs> then that's that's you know? when you you start singing along and start air guitaring, and now yeah, now you've invaded yeah. her space. Yeah, right. I was enjoying you know? this song, but now I can't because you right. are enjoying it too, and I don't want that. It's, it's, it's that, and it's the yelling across the parking lot to people you know. You know what I mean? Like the people are standing in line, and they're like. Hey, Barbara, how are you doing? I'm like, stop. Stop. We just want to get inside. And we just want to buy our things and go home. It's not uh, the whole idea that this is like, we're going to go to this place of social hour. I just don't. Well, and, you know, my kids are are, are very, um, at least my boys are very um, impressionable age and me trying to we we discuss things like you're talking about uh yeah uh just to and, and i bring if there were my southern sensibilities sometimes into inject them into that to that situation yes you know what i mean just so that, yes. that they, they know how to act well see that's the thing it's so that they know how i want them to act because yes, of course. Because you know, I, I've had conversations with. I have a bunch of friends that have kids that are my boy's age, and you know, I'm not saying I don't freak out about certain things, uh, but I, I came to the realization, and I've passed this along to other friends that are like concerned with their kids' behaviors, and and I yes. said, hey, you know what, man. As long as you raise your kids to not be an asshole, then you you've raised a good human being. Just don't be an asshole. Right. Yes. That <laughs> that that covers so many situations. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Don't be just don't oh, be an asshole. Yeah. If I can do that, no, then yeah. I'm already above average in my opinion. Right. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, man. Like like oh, I'm trying to I don't know. my daughter I I fear that my daughter's going to be that person who sits down at a table and orders a drink and then the appetizer comes out and the lady comes out or the 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 server male or female comes out and says uh who needs a refill and she's about halfway through her drink and oh, I'm good. And other people order refills. So then they go get the refills. And then when they get back, yes. she's going to be the one it, that goes like, I need a refill now. Can I get a refill? 
<laughs> we're, yeah. we're working on it. She's four. Yeah, yeah. But- you know, it's it's interesting. She's four. My my nephew's little boy turned four yesterday, right? And uh, and shared some pictures of him. They had this little birthday party thing for him. And in my little comment on the whole thing about his birthday was like, you know, four is a pretty important year, man. At least in my mind, like four is that is like that last year that you have when you're still considered to a be baby. like a little yeah. little kid. Yeah, like there's nothing serious happening when you're four. Yeah, years when old. you're four, you, you know, cuss, you say shit. It's funny. When you right. start, when you're going to school and you say shit, then it's a problem. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because like, that's the thing is that the next, it's like, look out, dude. Because when you turn five, all of a sudden stuff's going to start getting serious. You know? So, like. What do you mean you don't know how, to, life how of... to spell your name? Right. Oh. Like, so, so you're four years old, man. Revel in this final year of no serious. Hey. Sh- like, shit in your pants. Revel in it. Shit in your pants. Right. You got a cu- yes. Gabby's got a couple of months. She's got till August. Had had an accident. <laughs> but once Sorry. once you go to school, then that's a problem. Oh, you can't have yeah. that anymore. Yeah. Yep. Once that can't be I, happening. You know, because preschool doesn't count. But once you're in kindergarten, you know, it's like oh. That's what my wife said. My wife. My wife was like. My wife was like. Well, I mean, when you're four, you could be in preschool. I was like, that's not real. <laughs> that's not real school. That's, that's why it's called preschool. It's like before <laughs> the serious. That's before the serious school. Well, you know, the real. My thing. wife teaches at preschool, like so I might school. get in trouble when she listens to this. <laughs> it's not real school. <laughs> it's not. What do you mean it's not real school? What What are you talking about? Oh, what What do I do it. all day? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what What do I do? I don't know. So, all right. Speaking of our childhood, all right. We said. Toys of the eighties, and I don't know. I don't know oh, how yeah. you want to do like, because uh, dude, I I was thinking of like all the stuff that I wanted for Christmas that I didn't get, uh, things that I actually played with, um, messed up stuff that I you know, and and that's why like to me like the movies like Toy Story when they get the old school toys, it's like oh yeah, oh yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, that was that was. I think that for a lot of the parents, you know, whose kids you know were young and and saw Toy Story, I mean, as a parent, that was sort of the appeal. Oh yeah, know, Pixar is great at that. Movie. All the jokes, the inside yes. jokes. Yep, absolutely. I mean, uh, there's so many cartoons and stuff that are like that too. You know, uh, I always thought you know Ren and Stimpy, which was never really meant for kids. Um, but that was one of those that that actually, uh, you know, another one that's great about that is is SpongeBob. Oh yeah, you know, like little little jokes are made within SpongeBob SquarePants that the kids don't get, but the parents see it and they're like, "Oh my god, that's funny," you know. Um, but you're right about Toy Story. I mean, it's all of those toys that are like the little plastic army men. Oh yeah, you know. Oh my. And god, then the dude, stepping I had... on them and like, oh man down. Oh yeah. But dude, I had I had battalions of those little guys, yeah. you know, and there and the thing that was always funny to me was that you had the little plastic army guys, and they had they you could always get these vehicles that were like went with the set, you know what I mean? But 
the scale of the soldiers to the vehicles was nowhere near correct. It was like the only people, the only little soldiers that would have ever fit in the little tank or the Jeep would have been like the little midget soldiers, you know, (laughs) because the vehicles were way too small. You know, these guys are huge. They were like giant people, you know, and the vehicles were tiny, you know, um, dude, that was the same thing with, uh, you know, when, when, when we were real small, you had the little plastic army guys, you know, for me, I remember there being a point in my life where, dude, I had, I had a pretty respectable collection of GI Joe figures, man. Cause that stuff got to a point where, first of all, I'll preface it with this. I am old enough that I did have the nine inch GI yep. Joe. Like they had like, what was his name? Karate action. Yep. Jim. I don't think that was the name, you but twist- yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like you twisted his waist and his arms like spun around, like he's karate chopping. Um, I remember actually having a Steve Austin doll. The $6 you look through his man. head and you can see the red. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he had like a little. It was we like didn't a little ha- I didn't have camera. that. Neighbor kid had that. So yeah, yeah, man. I remember having that thing when I had the the tall GI Joe, and his head was like his hair was like felt. You know what I mean? Um, like I remember how he came with like a, a little. It was like a little Footlocker thing that you kept all of his guns and his uniforms and all of his stuff in. Um, but the smaller GI Joes. You know, they got some of the stuff that that they started coming out with as part of that collection. Some of that stuff got insane, dude. On the GI Joe tip, right? Uh, Yeah, we would we would have GI Joes in Star Wars, and I remember like it's either you had in my neighborhood, someone had one of the other. Okay, but not too many kids had both. It was it was really weird, and and so it's like I would bring my GI Joes over, and then we would set them up near like the stump of a tree and make these dioramas of like what's going on, like Cobra versus GI Joe, right. Hell yeah, you know, because you yep. couldn't do that with fucking Star Wars. No, until no, 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 Return no, no. of the Jedi yep. came out, because right. then you could be an indoor. <laughs> well, the thing is, the, well, the thing is, is that with. Um... You know, the thing with the, the Star Wars figures, and this is, and people can tell me I'm wrong, um, but I don't think it was until later that the figures became articulated enough that you could actually bend their knees and stuff. Right. G.I. Joe had full capability. Right. Fully articulated. Even, right. Fully articulated. Joints. Joints. Yeah. So, like, even yes. their wrists yes. could, could be bent. Yep. Yes. Exactly. So, you could, like... You know, you could they could hold all sorts of different weapons and all that sort of thing. I mean, we had, you know, my brother and I had both. I don't think my brother had so many of the G.I. Joe things because he's a little bit older than I am. Um, and when the G.I. Joe thing started getting really popular, uh, he was beyond all that. But um, we did have we had a we had a pretty decent collection of Star Wars stuff, too. You know, we had like the Millennium oh, yeah. Falcon. I had the at at the Millennium Falcon. I had that too. I had yeah, the, man. Had the had little guys could. Fit I had inside. the Darth Vader uh, case to fit everybody. Oh, right. you, I don't think you we had opened that. it I up. Think I had friends do that. Uh, that's. I think those are the big ones that I could remember because we had a 
we had the Millennium Falcon. I think we had a TIE fighter and an X-Wing fighter. Um, and I did have this little thing that you bought that went on sale after uh, Empire Strikes Back. And it was like this little little battle thing, thing that looked like looked like Hoth. Like the the winter. Okay, I I had a I I yeah. had a mini, like mini figurine. So like the figurines are only about like two inches yes. of Hoth, where yeah, the little where it was yep. seen with the 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 beast from Hoth. And what I would do, would I would pour water all over it, and then stick it in the freezer yeah. in the fridge in the backyard. Like we had a fridge in our in our backyard, and then that would freeze, yeah. and then take I would take oh, it out okay. and then do the like the imagination play with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was, it, but it got, it got to a point though with that stuff, like with the GI Joe stuff, I remember getting to a point where like, you know, I got to a point when I was like approaching middle school where I re- like me and this buddy of mine, we really got, we'd hang out on the weekends and this was right when like VCRs were becoming a thing, you know? And like, if you owned a VCR, that was a big deal. Yep. You know, and he had one and I'd go over to his place to hang out like on a Saturday, but we would rent like, uh, we'd rent like, uh, death wish movies or like dirty Harry. Uh, did, did, you know, what stuff was the like cable that. scene like, uh, in your town? See, that was where we lived where we lived i remember us like the first house we lived in i remember we did not have cable and i remember it honestly being a situation where we knew how far up the road it stopped <laughs> before our house and then and that, that pissed you off like, to your parents to know like jesus oh dude yeah i mean you know and, and the thing that sucked is that you had friends you went to school with and you're had, like did you see that you know, new video that came out yeah, you know, but that was like, I mean, but that was back when, you know, even without cable television, though, man, that was when, um, God, what was the Friday Night yep. Videos? Oh, Remember yeah. that show? Like, that was, hey, man, if you didn't have cable, at least you got to watch all the videos on Friday night because you watch Friday Night Videos and it was on like Fox or something like that. You know, Fox was like the new cutting edge sort of station you know that you could actually get on in it it was on yeah. uhf uh, well uh, so uh, for me so we we had you know dallas fort worth area we had cable and mm-hmm. i was glued to mtv well yeah that's back when it was yeah. actually righteous glued to it watching all the videos like just yep which explains probably the the uh like how much like all the differences of music that I love, you know what I mean? Like, and I think it's because of just going oh, through that. Um, we had the VCR and the, the, the movie that I played constantly purple rain. I had that. Oh, sure. I had everything memorized and, and I was the kid that would watch it. I don't know why. Cause I, I don't do this now. Like as far as movie theaters, but I'd be like, almost six inches away from the screen just watching every move you know you mean like that you mean that like that scene with prince oh yeah Apollonia? <laughs> i bet you were about six inches <laughs> away from the screen <laughs> oh yeah but that's i know i lake, was lake i was like hmm. you, have to, you have to cleanse your soul in the, in the waters of lake minnetonka <laughs> 
plunges and yourself then that in the water. Lake and you're like, yeah. Nope. Dude, if you as you're a kid watch it, you're like nom 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 nom. Burpees. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but at the yeah, same man. time too. Like the sex shooter. Like I had no idea what the fucking song that meant. Or Darling Nikki. I, I had no oh, I had no God. idea, no, you know. No. Um no there's a there's a side story to this uh that's up to date uh caught with my son. But so anyway, so yeah, we watched that. Uh I, I watched that shit all the time. Like, you know, um it, it was kind of unabashed. And uh sure. so then we had but we had a really good local cable system ictn uh Ir- okay. irving community te- i see yeah irving community television network still going to this day still going to this wow. day um so they would they would have local bands and back in the day local bands was fucking stevie ray vaughn <laughs> yeah oh, because damn. you know he's from oak cliff uh, Doral Bramhall Senior, not Junior, would 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 play. So there there were some great bands from uh, Edie Burkell because she's from Dallas. Uh, she would play on ICTN. Oh. Not a fan, but I know she's famous. She's more famous than me. So well, what can I say? But <laughs> but either way, and this is before they were like big. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean Stevie was big sure. back in the eighties. But um, but no, it was it was. Right when right when you were talking about the cable access thing, I was just I was just about to say like, yeah, man, local bands. Like I remember playing on the local cable access channel here, like in my hometown. And then all of a sudden you're talking about Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in double me. trouble. <laughs> but um, but no, so the the the, the toys that stuck out, uh, you know, GI Joes and and Star Wars toys, Transformers and GoBots. I had I, I I did have a few. I remember having a few Transformers. I never got like crazy crazy. Oh, dude, into I was it. I was all in. Uh, and uh, let's see, I I had Optimus Prime, Megatron, um, Starscream when it came out later. I I had the Constructicons, the whole set, all five ooh. of them. That that you know you you had a man. What you know what I mean? Um, right. Uh, beat or was it what it was his name? Beatbox. It was a radio that turned into a a robot. Ah, oh, I think that was okay. his name. Um, but this is back when Megatron was a gun. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I don't even he was remember. a gun, remember, like a pistol was on, with a silencer and a because it was on. They had the cartoon. They had the cartoon that was on Saturday mornings. You know. And I remember watching that. And of course, you talk about cable access and all the rest of that. Like, that was the thing that I think it's I've said so many times before, like, especially to my kids, like, like, try to imagine a time where you couldn't just watch you couldn't just like watch cartoons any time of the day or night. You know, like, imagine a time where the only time you ever got to watch cartoons really was on Saturday. Uh, So I try to explain this to my kids and they just don't. They cannot grasp the concept. No, nope. they cannot do. Nope, and not at all. We tried this because there, there was a Facebook page that which it's. I think it's called Saturday Morning Cartoons, and they would play three uh, three hours yeah. of what we watched with commercials. Right. 
Oh, and and I would I would wake my that kids up awesome. and, and I'd be like, let's go. It it starts at eight o'clock on the East Coast. Let's do this. And then we would watch. I I would stream it to the big TV, and we would watch it. And I'm like, now imagine this. This is the only cartoons you have for the entire week. And we, yeah. And then we over, win. When it's over, it's and, over. And I I made them not watch cartoons. <laughs> that lasted two Saturdays. I bet yeah. because so yeah, like okay, we're Cartoon done. Network. They they, for, they have cartoons twenty four seven. We're done. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, do you remember? Do you remember? Oh yeah, yes. yes, those were like First huge all, little monkey one, yes. looking dudes. Yes, I remember the commercial. Monchi Chi, Monchi Chi, Monchi Chi. Yep. Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, Monchi. Something like that. Yeah. The freaking Monchi Chi's. Uh, Smurfing. Smurfs. I, I used, to, I used Dude, to say that's, the Smurf. that's Smurfing crazy as instead of using fucking. <laughs> <laughs> They actually had, because you remember they had like the little, they had like, I think my sister had a whole bunch of them. They were like the little figures. You know what I mean? The little Smurf figures you could buy. They, You know what actually took the place of those eventually, like for my kids, um, when they were younger, was oh, okay. the Littlest Pet Shop. You know what I'm saying? Same kind of idea. They had like the little figures, all the different characters. Um, was I'm trying to think of, what was the? My Little Pony. The Pony. Yes. Yeah, My Little that's Pony. Still, that's still a uh, thing today. It is. It is, but like yep. that was a um, product of the 80s. I, you know, Care Bears. Care Bears. Like the Care Bear thing was a come up with cartoon, but then you could go buy your bears I love, the store. I love uh, the, um, oh my God. He just, the Care Bear the Care stare, Bear stare. But, uh, Dave Chappelle's. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. Dave Chappelle's like explanation of the of the Care Bears is is amazing. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it. I I, I bet. and I and I showed you have I showed to. my kids what the original Mr. Potato looked like because it doesn't look oh, like sure. what it looks like now. And they were like, "What the hell is this?" Um, yep. Speak and spell F U C K. Dude, I would. Uh, oh S-H-I-T. yeah. Yep. And we'd be like, oh, I could do that for hours. If I brought a, a speaking spell to my kids right now, they'd be like, yeah, this, what? <laughs> yeah, that's, you, dude, they had the, the speaking spell. Um, what was the other thing that it was? Uh, so, oh, yes. It says. Isn't, isn't that what that yes. game was called? Yeah, and, and then the pre buttons. like that's the precursor to the bop it, bop it. You you, you are, oh, I don't, you, you've never I don't done a bop that. it. Okay, uh, no, I don't you think master. So. I have that on my list. Hold yes, yep. I had I had I had view masters. They had all the slides that you stick in there, the uh, round ones. Which is again, again, you remember, you remember oh, the disc camera. So, <laughs> all right, here, here's a funny, here's an insight to to JB. You ready? Out of out of my okay. brothers, and I have two older brothers. 
they have wavy or curly hair. I have straight hair. Oh, okay. I got that Native American blood yep. in me. I got that Chavez-y Chavez blood. Well, like any youngest boy of three, I wanted to be like my brothers. And it started with the hair. Well, my mom, okay, you know, had a, a beauty store. And so she's like, well, let's give you a perm then. Well, perms back in the 80s stunk and they 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 hurt <laughs> but yeah. i would get a perm and it was kind of on my mom too like she she she's like yeah i'm gonna give you a perm i think she was i think she was testing product okay. that she sold at the beauty salon but <laughs> yeah that's awesome child, child <laughs> tested mother so, approved <laughs> so one time when that Kodak disc came out, I said, I want a Kodak disc. If you're going to give me a perm, then, then, then I want one of those. Cause I was done. I was done with them cause they suck. Right. They fucking burn yeah, your yeah. eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then I got one and, and th- dude, I would take pictures like, yeah. oh, dude, some of the best childhood photos that I have are because I got that fucking and then you you'd take sure. them and then you'd see the the you know you'd take them to the Kodak uh like little shopette thing that's in the middle of a parking lot right all to the fucking day in the... Texas where it's like 105 degrees <laughs> he's he's like he's in there smoking a fat bone all by himself just like what are the qualifications for this job to sit in the booth you know what i'm saying like yeah. that's a job but, with a stone. But the, desk, yeah, man. so so yeah, I, awesome. I got one of those and some of the best like photos of my childhood. Like I took so many pictures. And I have, you know, and I know I've got a ton of photos. This last move that we did, we went through a lot of pictures. Um and I actually was I was I was still coming across negatives from the disc camera where, that I do, used to where have. Where are back places when I was a that kid. develop you know, film? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I look at these, I look at these negatives, and I'm like, "There's got to be some place you could take those." And they, I mean, I think that maybe I don't know. I mean, regular film, I'm sure it'd be no big deal. I don't know if you could find a place that would be able to develop those freaking disc negatives. You know, they were just yeah, no, antiquated now. I mean, what's, what's amazing is that you have something like the Polaroid Instamatic. You know that my mother. Had, oh yeah, like I have, my mother I have, had one yep. of those things, we, and it was hilarious. One still, it, it would come out. And you'd have to wave it. Blow you know, you'd it. have to like wave it in the air, and like it would develop itself. You know, and then of course, just like in the past five or six years, they came out with this new version of it that all the kids wanted. In- Instapix. Like both my daughters had had. Yeah, Fuji like you and it was it was kind of cool because, well, they just you know, so many folks. I mean, dude. And I'm guilty of it too. I mean, I don't even know how many photos I've got on my phone, but I'm sure it's somewhere in the let's thousands let's and check. Thousands I guarantee pictures, you, I have you more. Know? It's it's obscene. Oh god, how many photos I have on my on my phone? I don't even. I don't even know how. Uh, where, where would you go you have to an find out? Okay, so just go to your photos yeah. and hit albums, and then under recent. Uh, 
My wife just showed me hers, and she has 8,800 and some odd. <laughs> yeah, but I have 12,383 uh, photos. That's, I did just delete 12, a whole bunch 12, of them, not thousands. That's, that's pretty insane. I have... That's pretty crazy. Yeah, like, like I say, I mean, but we're so accustomed now to just, like, you whip out the phone, snap a picture, I have you know, whatever. I have 688 videos. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and what's crazy is that, you know, obviously you and I are old enough that, like, I remember what it was like to actually have to go get pictures developed. Yep. And it cost money. Well, you know, we, like, me and my brother had, had a the film. Me and my brother had a thriving uh, lawn mowing business in our neighborhood. And uh, our, our biggest yeah. thing was that we picked up dog shit. Guess who picked up the dog? Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. You. Guess who got ten dollars <laughs> out of forty? <laughs> I did. Hey. Yeah, but, man. I mean, like I say, it's it's just kind of it's just kind of crazy because obviously, like you know, there was a they they eventually came out with the disposable oh, yeah, and cameras I had, in college. You know. Yeah, and, dude. Oh yeah, we had we had. I mean, I remember Jennifer and I making a move. I don't remember where we were moving to. But when we got to where we were going, we're unpacking all of our stuff and come across like a dozen of these things that we had literally been dragging around with us for years. Oh, and had never those got... are the best. Those yeah. are the best. And we were like, you know what? I know. I was like, you know what? Let's get these freaking things developed because I want to know what the hell's on there. And dude, some of the pictures were just crazy. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be this podcast in like 15 years. Yes. That's what it's going to be. And, and, you know, I'll I'll tell you that um, one of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast was because my nephew who passed away in January in a car accident, he had, he had started a podcast with his buddies and that's that that's what's left of them it's it's a time capsule well i mean you know yeah well it was it was kind of it was it was kind of crazy because i was talking with my son the other day has he listened to it and uh (laughs) yeah he's listened to it you know um but it was funny because he actually was he had actually given his mother a call you know my ex-wife had given her a call and she mentioned something to him about how she had actually listened to one of the episodes of our podcast. <laughs> Apparently, oh, no. threw her into a tailspin because <laughs> she hadn't heard my voice in so long. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, she plays this podcast, and she's like, "Apparently, she told him it was totally like a day." Oh yeah, moment. I can. I, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's weird though. Just like hearing the two of us. Yeah, like hearing the two of us just t- sort of talking the way that we do, and she's like, "Oh my god, I feel like I'm like I've heard this before." <laughs> she probably did. She probably heard <laughs> talking to somebody about the same shit we're talking about now, <laughs> like 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm sure oh you know you, you see all these pictures, but when you, you know, that's that's why, like, I I think it's really funny how. Why don't we FaceTime more than we than we can? You know what I mean? Like, 
Is that weird? Yeah, because I, I, it, I don't know. No, I think that there are certain people that we like. I know that for me and Jennifer, like, there are certain people that we've established these routine sort of FaceTiming relationships with. You know, like we actually. Well, I mean, first of all, I think it's easier with family. I FaceTime with my daughter down in Virginia Beach. You know, we FaceTime with her quite a bit. Um, you know, because we obviously really want to see her face. We have, you know, don't get to see her every day. Um, you know, uh, I got friends out in California. My, yep, my buddy yep. Travis and his girlfriend, Jen, will usually FaceTime with them like on the weekends, you know, and maybe not every weekend, but every couple weeks we'll do a FaceTime thing with them and see what, you know, how they're doing. Um, but like I say, it's, it seems like it's only certain people that I, that we do that with regularly, you know, is it too personal? Well, that's why I'm saying. I think that it's only comfortability. It comes down to, like, yes, I think that a lot of it is like you got. I know I'm not just going to Facetime with anybody. You know what I mean? Like you and I Facetime because we talk <laughs> yeah. all the time. And, and then know? what's what's uh, funny, people, is that when we, like, when really... we call, like talk on the phone, it, it almost like well, we should be recording this because now this is a this is good shit. <laughs> We had we had that conversation. Oh my god, damn. Week, and that's exactly what it was. We like in the midst Save of the show, goes straight Save to for like the show. podcast mode. I'm like, why aren't we recording this right now? This is an episode. This is like a bonus. It's like a it's like a bonus episode. Out, it's the outtake know? show. Oh my goodness! All right. So, yeah, right. so exactly. one, well, one so anyway, I wanted to get Thursday. to though, and I was it's talking Thursday. to one of my neighbors about this, Teddy okay. Rutzman. And he had a yes. great. He was like, "Yeah, man, we would we would get the Teddy Ruxpin and we beat the shit out of it, and then we would take like we would we oh like, we yeah got it down yeah to the yeah soul, and it was scary as shit because it would still be talking. It gave us nightmares. And I was like, I was like, we would take the tape oh, out yeah. and put in like Bon Jovi's tape of Slippery and Wet. Yeah, and it would. I was it gonna would say, put in like he was like, head. you could do that. I'm like, yeah, dude. He's like, fuck, I'm gonna get a Teddy, Teddy Ruxman to do that shit. But Teddy Ruxman was one that That's was like, funny. what the fuck is going that on? Was... Yeah, I mean, there was there was that one. There was also there was a toy that I remember coming out years ago. It was uh, God, oh my buddy, yeah. my buddy. I guess this was for kids who didn't have friends. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy and me. Like, it was this doll that looked like a little kid. And, like, you'd buy it for your kid if your kid had no friends. You'd get them their little buddy. So, instead of just talking into an imaginary friend, they have a doll. For the listeners, post on the page some, (laughs) some, we missed a bunch. Glow worms. Oh, God, Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, share 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 some of the crazy Rainbow Bright 80s toys. You know. Oh yeah. Well, I remember there was Rainbow Bright, but I remember there was yeah. also you light remember bright, the uh, light bright. kids. I mean, we, we didn't even get there, but you know. Yes. All right. So no, so my it's Thursday. Yeah. We do last YouTube video watch. Yes. And because of the whole 80s yep. thing, I went back to my skateboarding roots. Uh, oh yeah, no, 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 and, and I'm a Bones Brigade guy. Uh, and okay, dude, Rodney Mullen, Rodney Mullen, man, uh, hip, 
I was watching a video and I'll, I'll here I'll look it up. I'm pulling it up on my phone right now. It's a Rodney Mullen video and it's called Rodney Mullen from the ground up. It's a it's a 26 minute video. Okay. But if if you, those of you who are not skateboarders, who are aspiring skateboarders, um, who just appreciate somebody who is an artist, doesn't matter what the principle is. Rodney Mullen did so much for skateboarding. And by the way, he was the weirdest motherfucking dude of the of the Bones Brigade. <laughs> but just to give you a background, right? Okay. He's from Florida. Uh, you know, and, and everybody knows Tony Hawk, right? Steve Caballero. Um, uh, just, but Rodney Mullen did so much for skateboarding, specifically for street style skateboarding. He's the guy. He did not. Okay, so. There, there's a rift between like ramp guys and guys who did the 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 escape the street stuff right and and in the 70s in the early 80s yeah street skateboarding were those guys that everyone made fun of like they're the guys who were the disco guys right that had the really skinny skateboards and they would oh, sure. like uh do this really like uh like they would they would do stuff like oh I'm gonna go through cones and I'm gonna do 360s and basically they looked like they were ice skaters on skateboards. So then comes this like sure I think yeah. he might have been 11 or 12. This kid who was isolated on a farm in 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 uh, Florida because and his dad was very like I don't want you to do this you're gonna be a doctor you're gonna be a lawyer. And so he had, his dad was a dentist and had treated this kid for massive head stuff and his mouth and jaw. So he said, you know what, Rodney, if you're going to skateboard, then you're going to wear full pads. So then he was the kid that had the helmet, elbow yeah. pads and wrist guards and knee pads. Right. So a lot of people made fun of him. But right. because he was isolated and home by himself, he just he saw the skateboard and he made up all these cool fucking tricks that nobody had ever done before because he was completely just, this is your palette. This is your canvas. Do whatever you want. And his, and he had, he had right. no outside sure. intervention. He had never seen anybody else do this stuff. Right. He'd only seen. Yeah, that's so right. He'd only seen surfers modeled on anybody else. But and so he's like, well, what can I do yeah. with this? So he started doing all these flip tricks. Um, he He's the guy that vented the ground ollie. And if anybody, anybody who has a yep. skater knows how important when you're just a neighborhood skater that an ollie is, you can thank Rodney Mullins. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting that you're talking about like the whole because I was not. I mean, I hung around with a lot of kids that were skaters, but like I was not a skateboarder. You know, I think I got on a skateboard one time and the thing went right out from under my. Feet oh yeah, I, I even at one point I, like, I tried to make okay, I'm good. skateboard. <laughs> yeah, but I will tell you, for folks who are not well acquainted with you know a lot of sort of 
the the stuff with the skateboarding scene, I will tell you, I will highly recommend a documentary to you. Um, oh yeah, the documentary Lords is of Dogtown. Dog yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Lords of Dog Lords of Dogtown was the dramatization of what essentially the documentary is about. You know, which is the whole Zephyr skateboarding team. Yeah. Um, Really, really cool movie, man. Like this documentary going back to like where these because I think, like you were saying before, a lot of these, you know, like the Zephyr team and you know, um, a lot of these other these other teams, you know, skateboarding was this thing where you Thank went and they did competition. Chip, sort of like they, did these Peralta was on you chips, know. right? Yeah, yeah, and and then you got Steve Alva, I think Steve so, Alva, yeah, man, like holy, and shit. it was like, yeah. It was and and but but these kids who came from this like California like Zephyr thing were were originally surfers. These were surf kids, you know, who took a lot of that stuff that they had gotten from surfing and applied it to the skateboard. And it, so the skateboard and their styling became an extension of surfing, you know, um, really, really interesting documentary. You see where these these kids came from nothing and became legends you know, in a, in a subculture that is definitely, there there are skaters now that try Um, to, you know, do some of the tricks that Roddy Mullins invented in in, back in the eighties that they still can't do it. Yeah. Cause they're like, how the fuck did this guy do this? Yeah. Go, go lock your, go spend, you know, six years of your childhood, uh, in the woods of Florida, in the swamps right. of Florida, by yourself, and and then that's how you're going to do it. Yeah, with nothing to do but play with this skateboard. Yeah, dude. And, and Roddy Mullen's story is super sad because his dad was really controlling. At one point, his dad's like, "You, you're going to go do this competition, which he won, right against all the pros, and 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 then you're when you come home, you're done right. with skateboarding." And he was like, "Yes, sir." And he did it, and it and it killed, it crushed his soul. And oh, it wasn't man. until like all the skateboard magazines started like calling for interviews, like who is this kid, you know? And his dad's like, "Holy shit, you can do that!" And yeah, right. It, that's wild. That's wild. So my 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 last my last uh, YouTube video, uh, buddy of mine um shared this with me the other day uh shout out to to ben becker down in south carolina um ben and i've known each other for years and years and uh, i posted something on facebook and he ended up sharing this video <laughs> of a group called I already love Steven it Siegel. i already love it you ever nope you ever watch steven seagulls this is a like a bluegrass banjo band, but they do covers of heavy metal tunes, and so they do this cover okay. of "Seek and Destroy" by Metallica, and it's awesome. Well, <laughs> it just the name absolutely alone, a awesome, up. Jeremy. Dude, I'm telling you, it's a how many guys are there's like five dudes in this group. There's like a guy playing an upright, like upright bass, a guy with the mandolin, a guy with the six string and a guy with the banjo. And they got this drummer who sort of has like a little stomp box and a little snare thing and, a, and like an egg shaker. And they're whooping ass on this tune, man. 
I mean, it's one of the most legendary metal, like early American metal tunes, you know what I mean? From like the 1980s. And they turn it into this crazy bluegrass thing that is just super, super cool. They have a whole list of videos that they've done where they've done, like they did a cover of uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC. That's really, really good. Um, and I'll, I'll share this. I'll share this video on Facebook. If anybody out there get on our page, um, you know, keep at, you know, telling everybody, you know, every week, you know, we're open to comments, you know, whatever you got to share with us, you know, um, all you got to do is get on our page. Uh, I got Facebook and you can be able to get on there and see any of these videos so, and stuff. So here's, here's the big question. It. Some really, really neat stuff. Do you, do you have, does he go by Robert Bob Elliott? What does what he go by to you? Rob, do you have his number? Rob. Do you have his number? Yeah, Rob. He's like our number one fan these days. I don't know if I do have his number. Wait. I could probably look it up. I'd have to see. Wouldn't be that difficult to find out. I'm sure I could reach out. I'm, I've got him on like Facebook Messenger or something, dude. He, I guarantee if I if we reach out, he'd because because you know what? Yeah, guess. Robert. Which Elliott, again, for dude, folks who are out interacts, there, he, shout out to Robert Elliot. Yes. Yeah, man. Like, and you know, we're we're always looking. You know, we're always looking for folks who want to come on and do like an hour with us. You know. Uh, you know, let you know ahead ahead of time, like the type, you know, whatever we're gonna be talking about. Totally get some folks on here and and joining the conversation. Yeah. So it's the more the merrier. We don't know what we're I doing. Think. This could be the biggest mistake ever. I know. So, we don't know. We <laughs> we don't. Well, that we, remains, we have that remains we to we be have seen. no idea. <laughs> like what you know what like uh, are you seeing what I'm seeing where it says like we're recording right now. And up in the top right, you have a two people and a yeah. plus sign. You don't have that. No, I think that's only you, because you're the host. I think that's why. This is this is again just disclaimer. Two guys who know nothing about every nothing about anything. Talking about all right. Everything. So like and this is going to be yeah, an easy I don't one. See that. This is going to be an easy one right here. Hold on. All right, we're gonna wait. We'll okay. A quick five minutes. But this is this is the perfect guy, perfect guy. Um, he reminds me of you sometimes. Okay. So let's see if he let's see. I just sent him the okay. uh, the uh, the invite, and let's let's see. This is this will be a good tester. We're gonna see if he see if he if he's the first to dip his dip <laughs> his toe right. into yes. the waters of Lake yes. Tonka. <laughs> find find out if he's going to be cleansed find out if he's going to be cleansed same as podcast. it ever was man you know same as it ever was he's going to find out if he's find out if he, if he <laughs> right? can possibly become same as it ever wasn't though i i will say that <laughs> one of our uh our your your former co-workers uh diane listens to the show she does she just doesn't post on the on the oh stream. yeah why doesn't she post this? Diane, say something. Say something. Freedom, you know, freedom of speech, right? Because say what you think. You don't, we you don't have we to have the app to Diane join in, talks. right? I don't think so. 
I don't know. Well, we're, we should. That's something we probably need to find we out. Because sh- I can only imagine. Well, no. I don't uh, think so. No, I would say you probably would have to have the app. Okay. I'm going to give my. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, 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 yeah. Not sure. But uh, uh, no, I'm, I, I just. Do we have I, him on the phone? Just, you got him on the phone? I had to retext him and say, this isn't spam. <laughs> this, is, this is real. This is really me. Yeah, we've talked about getting. There's a couple different folks we talked about getting. We talked about getting. Rob oh, Elliott dude, I would love here. to have about your to brother, brother on, on here. here. <laughs> if my brother gets on here, man, I'm just gonna let. The, I'm, I'm just gonna let. I'm gonna let the list, listening audience know that if my brother gets on, <laughs> if my brother gets on this show, it's gonna be out of control. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's, it's my brother and I have this. We have this rapport, man, that is like pretty out of control. <laughs> And I can imagine the three of us oh, no. being on this thing all at the same time. It's going to be when, like when your brother gets on the show, getting out of each other's a, way. Or the something. show is all about you. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god! Yeah. So it, it's funny. Well, I have it. a I, mean, I have a friend knows? in Chicago who she has a podcast and she has a a video podcast. Is that a vidcat? I don't. Well, I don't know what that is, but and and I I sent it to her, and I'm like, hey, what do you think about um, our stuff? And and she, first, the first thing she asked is like, who's your partner? <laughs> and then she was like, you should introduce okay. yourselves every single time. So I was like, oh, that's oh yeah, you're right. Because I think there's. That's a good, that's, yeah, and, and like I say, that's something that, you know, you get some feedback from folks, you know, the feedback that I've gotten from my kids is that you all need to stop saying, um, and you know, that's probably, <laughs> you just said it, <laughs> well, um, and there it is, and, and, you there know, like, you know, uh, months from now, when, when we're, when we're on episode you 30, you know? then, then we'll, we'll get this thing figured out. You know, mm-hmm. I just said, you know, yes. Now, I, 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 I was telling them when they brought this whole thing up, they, they're telling me, you not, you need to stop saying, um, and you know, you're saying it like every other word. Uh, and I, I said to them, it was funny when I went to recruiting school because they did the same thing. You got up in front of your class and you had to recite this thing, give a little class. And the instructor sitting in the back of the room, and every time you'd use one of these vocal interrupters, he'd like make a little check. And I got up and I delivered my thing, and I think I'm hooking and jabbing, and you know whatever I'm being dynamic. I get done, and it was something ridiculous. He's like, do you, "How many times do you think you said um?" I said, "I don't know." Wow. Ten. And it was like ninety. <laughs> it was some. It was like some. I was like, I was absolutely flabbergasted. I couldn't believe it. It's like, what are you talking about? How could I possibly have said it? But it ha- you know, you say it, you don't even realize you're saying it. It's just, it's a vocal intro. You, you do it. Your brain is trying to catch up with your mouth. All right, you so your thoughts we'll, we'll call this the so. message of destiny. It looks like no one's going to answer the message of destiny. 
<laughs> That's what we'll call it. It's just the random people that, okay. that we're trying to get on the show. The message of destiny. Yeah. Well, I say, I say what we do. I say what we do is, you know, we we put out some feelers to some you folks may be, out there. You may be called and Monday over the, the weekend. Message of destiny. Find out if anybody wants. Yeah. Absolutely. We might reach out to you if you're listening right now. We might reach out to you. Right. Mess- Get on and, the and you know what? I mean, what do you got to lose? We should just have a we'll, we'll have a lose? prepared just a one one question message of destiny and that's what they have to talk and answer to. They don't know what it is. We we don't have to prep them. Right. Exactly. At one point, uh, exactly. you know, we'll we'll call like my brothers <laughs> or sister or parents and like, yeah. I I love it, dude, because my dad just just does not understand right. all this this stuff that's going on, you know, like and and neither my grandmother who is ninety four, ninety five. Oh, dude, you know, think about what she's gone through, and Holy she's on Facebook. <laughs> she's active on Facebook. Could you imagine wow. what what's to come? You know, uh, what fifty years from now for us. If there yeah. if there's if there is another well, fifty years for us, but <laughs> yeah, but, let's get let's get through the pandemic well, first. <laughs> it looks like no one will answer the message of destiny this time. Uh, we'll get somebody out there for Monday. So so hey, for everybody out there, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking out the show. Tell your family. Tell your friends. And hey, keep your eyes open on uh, your, your texts and messages and all that stuff, and see if you get an invite. All right, brother, we'll talk totally to you on Monday. Get somebody on with us next week would be awesome. All right, bye. All right. <laughs>